A new report has investigated loneliness in older people in the UK. With an ageing population and often a lack of local facilities, it seems it's easy for the elderly to feel isolated and alone. So to what extent is this the case for our older population and what can be done to help? To learn about this research, I'm joined by Claudia Wood, Chief Executive of the cross-party think tank Demos, and Gary Day, Land and Planning Director from McCarthy and Stone, who are behind the report. So, Claudia, what does this research tell us? Well, we've looked at uh, how many older people are lonely, why they're lonely, uh, what drives loneliness amongst different groups of older people, where those older people live, But more importantly, it looks at how we can help older people feel less lonely, looking at the statistics around people living in housing developments for older people. They tend to report to be far less lonely. They tend to report to be more socially active, more engaged with their community. So working out how we can learn lessons from those developments and say, well, people that live there obviously have a better social life. What can we do to replicate some of those community spirit, activities and events into the wider community to help all older people regardless of where they live. So what kind of problems can loneliness cause for a person and their physical and mental health? Well, it's, the evidence base is pretty conclusive on this, that the the more lonely a person is, the, the sort of iller they get, if you like. Mental health declines, physical health declines, people who report to be more lonely are more likely to have falls in the home, are more likely to be hospitalised, are more likely to end up at the GP with a variety of ailments, less likely to take their medication. And it's actually a vicious circle because the the iller someone gets, obviously the more difficult it is to get out of the house um, and to engage with friends and neighbours so and family. So people can become iller because they're lonely and then become more lonely because they're ill and, and housebound, if you like. Yeah. I can imagine there'll be all sorts of circumstances that could lead to a person feeling lonely if they are older and perhaps they don't have family or friends and it must be incredibly isolating. Yes, uh, I think the main triggers tend to be bereavement, obviously. A lot of older women outlive their husbands. Uh, that's slightly changing now, but, you know, becoming widowed is a, is a massive blow for a lot of older people because you lose your partner, you lose a set of friends potentially. But it's also things to do with, you know, divorce is increasing amongst older people. So there are more single people now, single older people um, hitting hitting retirement and beyond. Family moving away, you know, family having children of their own. But also, you know, a small, a small fall in the home may mean it just gets that little bit too difficult to get down the steps to get out of the drive. Mm. And suddenly your whole life changes. Technology is all around us these days and we've never really been more connected to each other but is that the case for older people or does that face-to-face communication really matter much more than our modern means of communication? Well we did actually find that the sort of levels of older people using the internet to connect with family and friends was pretty much the same um, regardless of age so it was pretty much the same for older people it was for younger people um, in the sense that older people were using Facebook to uh, look at their pictures of their grandchildren for example or using emails to email their you know son who lives in Australia but there's a difference between keeping in touch with family and making new friends and socializing and we did find for that that second element sort of socializing and reaching out to new people that declined dramatically according to age so while around 74 75% of 18 to 24 year olds use the internet to socialize that dropped right down to about 13 14 percent for the over 75s Mm. um, which suggests that actually for for older people looking to uh, widen the circle of friends make new friends you know network um, it really has to be the the sort of face-to-face 
Gary, if loneliness does affect a number of older people who then experience illness linked to how they're feeling perhaps, I guess it would make financial sense to invest in projects and things that prevent a need to enter the health system. Yes, I think from our perspective we've been, we're well aware that, that, that uh, the type of retirement housing that McCarthy and Stone provides just naturally fosters high levels of social interaction a greater sense of being involved in the community within the development and outside of the development in the local community in the area that they live and of course there thereby addresses you know, you know the problems associated with loneliness so i think housing has an important role to play but so too does you know town planning and making sure that the environment takes into account the needs and aspirations of older people and communal space is very important. The design of buildings, the design of open spaces, things like you know drop curbs and accessibility, all those factors are very, very important. Claudia, what could be done to tackle the problem of loneliness then on an individual level, but also maybe more widespread? Well, at a wider sort of community level, we do, we do have to look at the plan, as, as Gary said, the planning of spaces to make sure older people can actually one get out of the house to begin with, and then get into city centres, get into town centres to socialise with other people. We have to look at our communal spaces to make sure that they're friendly for older people um, in terms of accessibility, um, in terms of places to sit, parks. You know, even even looking at restaurants and shopping malls and all the places where older people can go and mix with other people. Um, It's important to consider when local authorities are are planning spaces, when local authorities are commissioning services, they think, you know, are we doing enough to have an inclusive community Mm -hmm. that can help not just older people but disabled people, you know, young mums with buggies? Are we making sure that our space is inclusive? But it's also about potentially reaching out to the existing older community and saying, well, some amongst you are, are great socialisers, you're gregarious people, you're out and about enjoying your retirement. Can you help other older people do the same, the ones that are widowed or you know bereaved or, or isolated at home? We certainly found within the, the retirement developments we looked at, there, were, there was definitely a, a sort of a group of kind of socialisers who kind of whipped up events and activities and, and sort of got everyone else involved. Now, it would be great if councils could try and replicate that across communities and say well we can get some ambassadors together we can get older people together to actually reach out and encourage people to leave their home get out of their shell put events on you know links to hobbies and things like that yeah so it's about it's not just place it's about people it's about actually engaging with and working with the assets of what you've got which is your local community it's some really interesting research where could listeners go for some more information well, you can find the full report on our website, that's www.mccarthyandstone.co.uk and the report is also available on the Demos website. Claudia Wood, Chief Executive of Demos and Land and Planning Director from McCarthy and Stone, Gary D. thanks for talking to me today. Thank you. Thanks.